Longhouse. What does the TGS Don stand for? That is an extremely good question. You know how mafias always had? Yes. Yeah. This is an illustration of the hierarchy in this shop. He should be Don TGS, but he's <laughs> he is the village idiot. No. Yes. TGS. Don. Period. Don. So. Are you sure you're not just Donald? So you're more daffy, kind of that guy. I don't see a Don on your hat. No, you know what you see on my hat? Camouflage. You don't even see my hat. Anyway, guys, welcome to another TGS podcast, and I am joined here by Nick Horton and Sasha Novakovic. And today we're going to be talking about social media and shooting, or the public's perception of shooting social media. Yes, or alternatively, social media, we're kind of stuck with it. Do we use it to our best advantage? And what could we change for the better? What, what could we change for the better? I, I can't help but think that when you, in my, if I go back a step, I'm 66, so I'm, I'm very much from a different generation. Um, I'm not, you don't look it. Thank you. Uh, you look 75. Um, I, I'm not tech savvy in any way, shape or form. Um, computers frequently break when I touch them. Um, but, but I have some kind of concept of some of the underlying principles behind all this. Um, and, and particularly the fact that the shooting community doesn't seem very good at engaging with the world outside of shooting. Um, one of the comments that, uh, that I made on the previous podcast that we did at the time of the, I think it was the first general license business. Yeah, um, with Dan from Basque. With, with Dan Reynolds from Basque. Um, it was a comment aimed at the gun trade. Um, and the, the, in its simplest form, it was this. Many of the bigger operators within the gun trade have their own PR departments. They've got, they've got media staff, people who do nothing but sit all day and engage with the media right. in order to boost the sales of their companies. Only one, uh, and I'm happy to mention them, it's GNK, have seen fit to devote any time to some of the broader issues that affect shooting and how to get that degree of engagement between people who shoot themselves as major suppliers of shooting equipment, therefore whose entire business structure depends upon the continuance of shooting, and the, the people outside of the sphere of shooting who, whichever end of that scale you look at, they, either, they, are, they are either the decision makers or they are the people at the other end of the scale who by sheer weight of numbers influence the, 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 the lesser number of decision makers at the top of that pile. Right. So, one of the things that crosses my mind is that at an individual level we may well be entering a period when we need to be doing more individually. Personally each of us should become uh, an ambassador for shooting and we should be looking towards becoming more politically engaged. I agree. However I also feel like we pay money to organizations to look after us on these fronts. As much as we should all be intelligent operators, 
and there's a lot that one can do to undo some of the good work that's done. <clears throat> I don't feel enough good work is done by the people who have lots and lots of money. You know, we, we put forward a fairly good front here and we are a, we're a, a pretty small gun shop, but we devote a lot of our time to promoting shooting, shooting sports and countryside sports because that is our passion. And suddenly we saw a hole that was only being filled by a couple of people that needed to be filled by more yes. of people who, to promote shooting sports because yeah. it is important. It is. I feel like the big organizations should be doing more to advertise, as you said, to the wider public, and that's the, the audience, because we can all go around and, as Sasha would say, come on, say it. Masturbate for the shooting community. That's the one. Yeah. You know, produce content that says we're the best that no one else cares about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and in, a, in a positive uh, sense, and although I'm not privy to anything that might be confidential, I'm very pleased to be able to tell you that I know for a fact that upping their game is a route that Basque are going down at the moment. Um, I think a penny has dropped that the, the previous engagement with social media by BASC was not very dramatic. Um, uh, I think I've said this before, I'm a great supporter of Basque, but that doesn't mean that when they need to be beaten with a big stick, that, that it's not going to be me that does it's not, it. It's not blind it's, loyalty. No. Um, just as a for instance, they had until recently, um, they, they do indeed still have uh, a YouTube video channel where they've had videos that have been on it for donkey's years who have got uh, viewer numbers in low hundreds. The number of people who subscribed to that channel the last time I looked at it, which was a few days ago, was barely 10,000 and it's been operational for the best part of 10 years. Your channel, um, which has been operating a lot less longer, a lot less long, has significantly less in the way of, 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 of resource, um, has now got close on 30,000? Uh, nearly 31. Yeah, thir well, 31,000, three times the number of, of subscribers and you only have to look at the um, at the individual counts on on each video to see the speed with which views are racked up, and the fact that you have significant market penetration. And just really to pick up on something that Sasha said previously, which, which is that producing video content, producing it of, of a good quality, is is a skill it's an, an art form that Sasha is especially skilled at but making video content that's watchable and has a relevance to people who who do not necessarily shoot is, is actually quite easy to do um, and it begs the question why for instance and to the best of my knowledge people like Basque people like the Game Conservancy Spa shop, the, the other various agricultural countries. Countryside Alliance, the countryside huge organisation that nobody ever berates. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, there might be a reason for that, but we'll come on to that later. Um, <clears throat> you have all these groups, and how many of them run a brief course to instruct people on how to get the best from their from, from their video content, right. what it might be? I mean, just as an example. Um, uh, I don't know, pick something at random. I can think of more than a few people on some of the pigeon shooting um, 
uh, you, uh, Facebook pages, just because I'm stuck on Facebook, um, who post marvellous pigeon shooting uh, videos. They're, they're a pleasure to watch if you're a pigeon shooter. Um, I have to say there might be a limit to the number of those that you might post outside of the immediate shooting arena, but when you look at what that video actually purports to be, apart from the general license stuff, just set that to one side for a moment, it's about food production. It's about the sustainable harvesting of a renewable resource. This, this is an extremely green way of, of, of sourcing protein. And perhaps looking at... And defending carbohydrate and, production at the same and time. And defending carbohydrate production at the same time. And, and I'm just kind of thinking, well, why aren't more people doing more um, cooking content in, in in some of the videos that they produce because at the end of the day whether whether it's high on your list of priorities as a shooter the, the simple fact of the matter is why you do it is to produce food and it's nutritious nutritious it's full of protein blah 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 all the good things tastes great um, but it's a concept that people who are outside the, the main sphere of shooting can actually relate to mm. it's very difficult for someone who some some confused person who's tied up with all this green nonsense um all this extinction rebellion end of the world etc um uh, drivel it's extremely difficult for them to argue against food production in the way that we're looking at doing it and i think that one of the things that you should be doing before this goes out and someone else has the same idea um is to get in touch with some of these um, bodies, particularly the agricultural colleges, and say, look, I can come along, it's a very reasonable price, I'll give you a, a, a lecture for a day, we'll talk through the equipment, what it is that you need to pr yeah. be producing. I mean, and then you're talking to gamekeepers, people who are in the field 24 hours a day. Um, gamekeepers, only because this thought occurs to me, are also very often at the sharp end of a lot of the criticism of, of shooting. Wouldn't it be nice if collectively the uh, the evidence that you could glean from the, the kind of on the constant ongoing video production that they could that they could in fact do at very little cost and very little effort would actually figure substantially in, in, in subsequent defence of the sport. Yeah but one of the problems that I have with the shooting community is it's not just old in terms of its PR and economically marketing all that stuff basically everyone involved in the shooting community is also more conservative so it would be nice if every gamekeeper strapped a gopro to the red but to be frank like 80 percent of them wouldn't touch it with a barge bar. uh, we we've spoken to a lot we have spoken to a lot of games i know a lot of gamekeepers yeah. and we've tried to get some in front of camera it's quite hard it's a nightmare um, it's not there are various political reasons, but I do think it's there's well, yes. social reasons yeah, as yeah. well. And like, like everything in life, didn't say it was going to be easy. But that's the point about the teaching this stuff. If you get that into the younger generation, exactly. of then you have a massive movement. Yeah. I do also, you know, I, I see the PR problem in shooting a bit fatally. You know, I think food is a good angle to come at it with. But one of the things that strikes me as complex is that. I understand the necessity to get people involved in marketing and PR that are from the shooting world, but I also do seriously doubt the extent to which they could meaningfully make a difference because of that problem. Like I say to Johnny, I think the 
biggest problem to the shooting community isn't the antis, I think it's apathy and just sheer indifference. And then, of course, anyone who is indifferent is going to side with the antis because it's a more emotional argument. But it's more about the world is so different and people are so indifferent. If you are too deep into the shooting community, I don't think it's going to work. Like, I think it might actually take some of these major big-time PR people, people who are in London, not people who are in the countryside who do PR and they get paid 30000 Talk of people who charge 100000 for the year. People who are freelance companies that are seriously good, seriously modern, who are actually indifferent with the shooting world. They're only there because they're being paid to do it. It might take that sort of person who really gets it to make a difference. I do see a lot of in the shooting world people who are small time, to be frank, because yeah. this is a countryside yes. sport. Do you, do you think someone big? Do you think that, that there's an argument there for an, an exploration of that? I mean, I, I don't profess to know enough about marketing, PR, and, and, and that kind of thing to, to, to make any meaningful comment on it. All I know is what I see, which is that when you look across the internet, we seem to be being kicked shitless at every yeah. level by the likes of, you know, think of your... Think of your Wild Justice, League Against Cruel Sports... Etc. Yeah. You know, think, think of your favourite hate figure of the moment. Um, and Hate speaker. Hate speaker, yes. Their, their, their message is rubbish, what they come out with is drivel, but what they do manage to do is to get an, awful, an awfully large number of people to, 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 to view it. They get everyone in the city's attention. They in, get all indeed. the other people's attention. Indeed. It's but extremely difficult to find the shooting world's equivalent of that. But yes, it can be done. Have we looked? And, and how much, I mean, without mentioning figures, most of the, um, of the shooting organisations have significant sums of money in the bank. Yeah. Um, and I mean significant. We're, we're talking yeah. many millions yeah. of pounds sorted away for... For a rainy day. This is it's raining. Like. Well, you may not have noticed it, shooting organisations, but it's actually peeing down at the moment. Right. And maybe now would be a good time to look at some serious investment in some long-term strategies to. But to and though they are big ships, and as Sasha alluded to, they are conservative in their nature. So we did the grass shooting problem with the NGO, and I think that was a real step in a forward moving yeah. direction for them yeah. and you know there's potential they'll be doing more of that yeah. but as you said it, it's still small scale if there were 20 people doing it and really making noise and then more importantly a group of 100 people behind them optimizing the internet to promote these things when people do search the questions it doesn't come up with the baddies if you yes. like it comes but up with Science and logic. Yeah. However, science and logic never wins, and emotion does. Yeah, I'm, I'm not convinced science and logic is the remedy. To no, the, no, the problem situation. is the, the easy, the easier, the easiest emotion to sell in the shooting world to the rest of the world, and it's an image that nobody will want to portray. Is pity because you can pity a gamekeeper who's having his livelihood trashed by people. You can pity somebody whose family's being threatened by nasty people. Yeah. Um, but, but again, yeah. those, those but are all. They nobody are also, wants to be the pity yeah. behind. They're, they're all yeah. strategies that, to the best of my knowledge, nobody has really experimented with. Uh, look, I firmly believe that a bunch of young people need to come in and just fill in this massive hole in the market, financially, socially, and for the shooting world. And it's going to take some real liberal young people to come in and be like, "This is all wrong." Those people, they're going to get a lot of money because they'll be the new stars of the shooting world. They're going to cause a lot of uh, 
A lot of disagreements, a lot of controversy from the shooting world, but that's your only hope in the shooting world continuing. Problem is, you need the that money and the weight the behind them, which is currently sat in the get upper echelons, right? Just get someone to fund it, like, right, yeah. And there's no way that Basque is going to give them the money. Well, you don't there's know. There's an irony, isn't it? It's no but it's going to happen. You don't, I mean, like all these things, sometimes the speed that change takes place at it can appear to be glacial, but it, but there is changes in the offing. There is a gradual yes. realisation. I mean, again, I am not a Basque spokesman, but I'm, I, I feel able to comment on, on what I've seen with my own eyes. We, we've gone from producing a handful a year of video masterpieces that nobody's watched to about to be doing something else. Now, I'm not entirely sure what the something else is. I don't want to talk on the Basque video situation because I don't really feel like I'm qualified, nor no, I'm, I I'm, actually have like I'm, I'm some just, stake in that, and it's not. I'm just I mean? make, I'm making the, 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 the point that, that yeah. it's a route sort that they that. went down they were driven down, you know, with cattle prods many years ago um, to engage with because the view very much from from the older people on... Uh, hide, on, hide, on camps hide. Was, well, it was... Actually, it wasn't hide. Really? No, no, not at all. It was more, oh, this internet thing, it's a passing fancy. It's a load of rubbish. <laughs> I think that's fair enough to think. I think if I was older, I would probably think the same thing. Like, but equally, sorry to keep talking no, across fine, you, fine. but I, I think... That attitude is changing. People are begin, beginning to, 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 to realise, even some of the older, more crusty ones in, 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 in higher positions, right. and they're thinking, we're, we're losing this, we're losing this battle. It's patently obvious that there's something we've either done wrong in the past or haven't, we haven't done at all. Right. So they are now looking round to look at ways of, of, of redressing that. Right. Is the whole anti-shooting feeling new? How, how early in your recollection do you feel Right. I don't. My, People my, my, disliked us. My personal belief is that if you if you were to, I'm, I'm trying to think of a, of a framework to put this in. Uh, um, let me try this one. I, although most of my working days spent outside, sort of in the field, not literally the field, but re you know, out and about, all over the place. But I work in an office, which has a very broad cross section of, of people. Any way that you want to look at it, you know, we've got black people, brown people, Muslim people, Jewish people. Are there any Serbs? Cri Christians. Not that I can think of. There's a few Bulgarians. Not, not as good as the gunshot. Really. <laughs> no, but the point I'm trying to make is that, that, that it's a broad church in, in terms of, um, of its constituent members and it's probably roughly representative um, of the, the, the world in the greater context within the UK. And occasionally I will introduce things into the, into the conversation um, just to kind of test the water. Now, I can think of, there are at least five people that I can think of within my immediate circle at work who shoot in, in some way, shape or form or, or have no degree of hostility towards it. And the other people who are overhearing these conversations, who are partaking of them, what, what I've never had happen is someone you know, throwing their toys out of the pram and saying I'm offended wow. by, by what you're saying. Mm. We've had some interesting debates about people who share a different view, but they've been debates. 
occasionally you'll get somebody who uh, holds a very strong viewpoint and you'll have to uh, part at the end of the day agreeing to differ but equally you'll, I, I can again think of two or three people who started off not being very keen about what I'm talking about in terms of shooting but then having listened to the thing in a much wider context have actually moved from a position of opposition to at least one of neutrality and in many cases to, to, to one veering more towards support than hostility. Right. And, and I think the vast majority of people probably don't care. And what we're seeing at the moment is, um, it, it's kind of where we are with this whole PR thing um, and, and the promotion of, of views. There's another whole debate about having a generation who seem unable in writing to have a reasoned discussion about something because I don't meet enough of them. I don't know how this translates to, to, to a face-to-face -face conversation in the real world. But certainly on Facebook, they hide behind the anonymity of it, yeah. which is, I don't agree with you, I'm going to kill you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to, I don't agree with you because X, Y, and Z, and you can, you, can have a, you can have a discussion. You can, as we've said before, at the end of that, still not agree, but at least part not worried that that person's going to come around and firebomb your house. Yeah. Um, and that, I think, is, is really where there are all sorts of other psychological aspects of the, uh, of the internet um, which have led to hardening of, of, of views amongst oh, yeah, some, of the more, sure, yeah. some of the more extreme um, ends of the scale. Yeah, one of the things we wanted to talk about in the grouching problem was the idea of eco-chambers on social media. So you follow a conservative page, you follow a liberal page, an animal rights page, mm -hmm. whatever. The algorithm is then going to just give you page after page, yeah. which is reminiscent of that politics. You're yes. saying, mate, like, I've been... And you just go down a wormhole. Something, I have been conservative, forced to view vegan stuff on Facebook. Something in the algorithm clearly thinks I'm a vegan now. <laughs> I'm not sure what it is. It's because at heart, you are a vegan that just eats meat. That's a vegan weird. who kills animals and eats them. Yeah, yeah that's a beautiful thing. Do that and eats eggs from chickens. And right. isn't really a vegan. Just eats game meat. Drinks milk because he's right. actually... We don't need to talk about that. So I think yeah. the world needs to stop making boring stuff. Yeah, it's just boring, 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 boring people with boring uh, filmmaking. There now, is some I great people out there. To it as well. I make a lot of boring videos. I'm not that good yet. I've only been making videos for a couple of years. But there definitely needs to be a shift in interestingness. Film sports are like godsend to this community. I really yeah. do think that. I think 100%. It's like, wow, imagine if Phil Sports wasn't around. I do wonder, would have Basque sort of taken Phil Sports' place eventually if Phil Sports wasn't around? Are Phil Sports making Basque lazy with the video content? Well, I think Basque, being as big as they are, have too many political ties to make the sort of edgy right. content that Field Sports can. Yes. And don't need to be edgy. Just with a bit of octane to it. Yeah, well, well, yeah absolutely. They can question. They, they can question that. Where are the young this, talents? This, this is. This is. I mean, you've, everyone's you've, old. You've 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 hit a nail on the head there, which which is one I'm very keen to to pursue, which is this: that that our organisations have grown too comfortable uh, uh, working in boxes and silos, and I'm I'm going to try and avoid keep saying Basque, but. A field sports organisation that feels the need to enter into the in, into the arena of you know supplying visual information in its own defence has 
has become obsessed with the idea of actually employing somebody. Think of all the on costs that there are with staff members. There's pension provision. You know, it's, it's there are significant hidden costs over and above the the, the salary aspect of it, which is useful to know when you look at what the other alternatives are, which is why don't they fund and direct, where it's appropriate, some of the pre-existing video producers. You talk about Field Sports Britain, yes, I mean, you know, fantastic. Some of the work that they've done recently um, where they've, they have, they've had no political constraints, they've not had to go, for instance, the next week to the Labour conference, having kind of slagged off socialism, if you know what I mean, in, in a previous video. You get someone else to do that so that you can still go to the to the Labour conference um, and, and come across as all as all bright and shiny. You get you get yeah. someone else. The, the problem is I can almost see that if they did, Basque, if they funded that, are going to want to say. They're going to add a political tie into someone. Let's say, just using Field Sports Spirit as an example, thanks guys, that you can that it would add a political tie to them, meaning that they could not be as free by proxy. So it needs to be yeah, yeah, yeah. anonymous. Yeah, 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 and yeah. as such, they're never going to do it because they're never going to get their flag waved right. for the money. Right. I, I understand their problem, obviously. When I say, would they be field sports, I just mean in terms of size. I don't mean in terms of... I'm sorry, and I'm only, only just for viewer clarification, you mean field sports Britain? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Sorry. It's just there. The staple of the community just called Field Sports. Yeah, yeah. We're on first name basis. David slapped my bum at the countryside when I was saying. And it's true. It is true. He said, Son, you are the new me. Just better looking. And I said, David, I'm blushing. Uh, and suddenly it went from truth into fantasy, Serge. I oh, know. <laughs> the village idiot came back <laughs> out to play. <laughs> But, I mean, again, just to look across the board, I think we've got all the necessary components in place. It's not as if we're looking at, uh, at the likes of video production as being something worthy of, um, of continuing with and thinking, oh, my God, how do we do that? We haven't got the gear, etc., etc. We've got the gear, we've got the, we've got the skill, all the mechanics are there, and as with so many of these things, it's just a question of marshalling the resources, yeah. point it in the right direction, and send it off. I spoke about having a union. Forgive me, we'll go on to that, but it's very specific. When I say it's boring, needs to be fun, we need young people, it's because of this. You don't need people who are good at production, who've got all the good equipment, who doesn't need to look pretentious like a lot of the stuff I make is. It's, it's pointless. I do that because I'm trying to get better, and that's my own polite, right? What you need is young people who are social media influencers, etc. All the big stars on YouTube who have millions of followers don't make pretentious cinematography and all that bollocks. What they do is they make simple camera and make it fun. They're young, people like them. Young people see them and go, oh my god, I want to be that person. And then they borrow their merch and become millionaires. That's what we need in the shooting world. Like social media dominating that has almost nothing to do with production quality has little to do with great storytelling, to be frank. If you want to get a lot of attention online, you need young people who have that wow factor. We need them in the shooting community, but guess what? They don't exist. No, you haven't found them yet. Yeah, I was going to say, they do We've exist. Exactly. There's, there's, there's people who are pushing it, and I think we're, we're pushing that line, the guys at Slots Media are pushing that line. There's a lot of people out there, oh, there's a lot of Instagram yeah, people yeah, out right. there yeah. who yeah. are pushing that line into new, fun, exciting yeah. territory. But they're not 
They don't have the X factor. That's the thing. Yeah, but like, you can't turn it on yes. its head overnight. No. It needs to be. It's the, the next generation. I know it might be a little too little too late, but give it five years, and there will be another generation who'll come through and rock it better because they'll have seen the example that people now in I their really, late twenties yeah. are setting. Yeah. And and take that and go. Yeah. What we can actually have fun in this shooting world. We don't have to be completely. Broom I don't say not bro- respectful. Broom and up your ass. Yeah, and I, I think I certainly. Uh, all of my generation, my friends, we're still constrained by the respect yes. that we were taught to have for everything yeah, that we do. But, but I, and I don't I, want to lose that. And, but but and you need to. And I must apologise because I'm, I happily admit I'm still stuck in a time warp when I when I talk about you know production facilities. I still misunderstand the fact that it isn't the quality of the film that that um, that is the is what you would judge it on. It's the content, and and it can be the crappiest piece of film. <clears throat> Excuse me, but it captures a particular moment or expresses a sentiment, and and that's what's important. And and we're gradually moving towards a, a, an understanding of what makes that particular medium work. Yeah, it's like the real pop channels on YouTube. They're not making good content either. They just connect with young people. Some of them all are the young people. contact as well. I mean, that's yeah, some of them, of course, yeah. Of course there are great people who are doing really successful. But what I'm talking about is like a completely different breed of youngster. Yeah. But I'm not convinced that someone could ever get that social media famous who is a hunter. But that is like... I so you're talking about conversely for getting somebody who also... It's a bit like a Joe Rogan, somebody who's famous for something completely different. We need a Joe who Rogan. Hunts? We need a Joe Rogan in the UK. Who is Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan is... <laughs> Joe Rogan. Oh. <laughs> it's, what, it's, it's what, Tony? Joe Rogan is a comedian. Um, He's a podcaster now, most famous. Comedian turned podcaster, very famous, but you wouldn't quite know. He sort of lives slightly in the underbelly of what the older generation would know. Um, he's got the he? biggest podcast in the world. Every podcast he does gets, I think with iTunes, about Millions. 10 million yeah. listens, which is um, crazy. He does like What two does he week. talk about? Anything. He, he is on a voyage no of education, isn't he? Yeah. This is it. He just will speak to anybody He's and be utterly open to listen to what they have to say. And, okay, and then it becomes a conversation between them. It's, it's yeah. fascinating. And he's really easy to listen to yeah. because he's so very welcoming in the way he Yes. Talks. I think he single-handedly has done more for hunting uh, PR He started than hunting anyone. in 2012. And is he American? Or? He's American, American yeah. yeah. Absolutely game changing. Yeah, yeah, he's started. He started hunting in 2012, and uh, subsequently has done a lot for hunting. It's a hunting. Slightly part of popular culture. Yeah, like because he is so such an avid hunter. It's one of the things you like. And he regularly about, has you know, hunters on his show. Yes. So they talk about how much they love nature. Your yeah. hero, Steve Renard, Cam Hanks, Steve. the yeah. gang. So imagine all the three of those in a room. I don't think I'd walk in there. I don't think I'd have the nose. I think, I think you'd have a heart attack. I don't think I mean, it was that attack when I met Paul Childers. Well, that's so. what I'm trying to say. When you first met Paul, that was the most beautiful thing I've ever witnessed in my life. It was like watching, what is it, Cocoon, like the, the caterpillar. You guys have seen that video, see? Coming to, yeah, you'll see it. I'm sorry, and who was this? Paul Childers. Oh, oh, right, yes. Sports. Yeah, yeah. Bill yeah. Sports, yeah. It was momentous, to say the least. And anyway. Shot, like the best pigeon. All right, sorry. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, I do feel like there would be room for a hunter's conservationist right, social media right, right. union. Okay, so you wanna you wanna talk about that idea? Yeah. Why not? Okay. Talk to me about what it is. So you get any book 
I'm going to say anybody, there has to be qualifying factors to start with. Mm -hmm. There has to be a certain amount of subscribers, a certain amount of traction, a certain amount of voice, regardless of whether that is a Facebook group, yeah. a Instagram, uh, mm -hmm. a YouTube, mm -hmm. uh, a, mm -hmm. a forum owner. Yeah. Um, yeah, influencers. Mm -hmm. I think influencers is a good word for it. Mm -hmm. And the ability to sit down around a table and talk about our issues and talk about things, because if we all worked together on certain create one maybe even two larger campaigns a year that yes. when i sort of think about it, i think like movements yeah a real movement with real people behind it because that is a way to build weight but so this is the logistical hurdle that we have not i found okay i'll say phil sports is such a phil sports britain beefy presence now that we'll whatever they do has such a huge influence on many on what Everyone else would do. We could team up with everyone. Everyone, you know, me, you, Dave Carey, all the gang, right? TSC, meet up. Shoot and cheer. Without field sports in it, I do question. I 100% the would point say that field sports would be in think, on it. They are progressive. That would like. be good of them, yeah. But I would, I would like to think that they would, but. I'm a bit of a pessimist. Like, well, ask if them. I was them, would I bother? <laughs> ask them. I asked them. Yeah, right. I've well, actually formulated this more. No, I'd mean, love to hear your thoughts on this. I've been messaging him too much lately. I don't want to annoy <laughs> like, 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 like you, I've got his. My, my phone is in the car. Otherwise, I'd phone him out. But um, give him a ring. No, I don't want to get on his nerves. <laughs> well, I think you've done that already. You know. <laughs> That's where he smacked you on the bum. It's like that wasn't in a pleasant way. That was him wanting to put him across your knee and teach you about being just a right. naughty boy. I haven't washed that cheek since the day. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that Simpsons episode when I was a kid. When, <laughs> when Sasha, are you going to approach Sparshall? Okay, so I had been debating. I would love to go to Sparshot and give some talks about videography and encourage people who are in the shooting world, young people, to get involved in videography and let them know that there's good money in it, it's a very fruitful life. Is it? Not here. <laughs> the first thing I'll do is go, but don't join the gun shop. I'm, I'm proud of you for being a martyr and helping us build this project. I feel like there'll come a time where I leave the shooting world, because I'm not a shooter, as I'm sure some people know. Mm -hmm. it, that would be a really nice seed to leave behind. Yes. Imagine that. And then I'll make them sign a contract that says they have to give me 20% of all their money Royalties. and they have to wear a sash and a hat which made my They have to wear an awful hat like that one you had made for yourself. No, they have to wear this hat. No, with sash on it, yeah, yeah. A picture of my face on the it. The TGS Village yeah. Idiot hat. I could give out free merch when I'm there. That's with pictures of my face. No, but meaningfully, I do, I do feel like that would be a nice thing because I really do think someone needs to do it. But again, probably David Wright, my old mate, my old man, he's probably the man for the job. But the problem comes is that David Wright, just like us, is working his bollocks off to produce enough content to make, I wouldn't say ends meet, but to make what we do viable. Yeah. I'm nervous right now doing this in, bloody right? podcast, and I'm going to be the one editing the video, which means I can just pick and choose whenever I want to... Yeah, what but you, what do, I you, you, will, you will get over that, won't you? It, it's, it, this, this is all about... Right. Before... Before I came out this morning, I had 10 or 15 minutes to, to, to kill, and I sat down and I turned on my iPhone, and for some reason, something that popped up, which I watched from start to finish, who's, who's the lunatic motorcycle racer, the 
the bloke from up the Midlands somewhere. Um, Don't mind. Sorry? Don't go mine. Um, Don't Martin? Is it, what's, his, what's his... Petrohead. Yeah. And yeah, he's, he's not a professional... Well, yeah, he's, he's TV man. Yeah. TV man likes but, fast stuff. Yes, Martin is his surname, isn't it? Yeah. I can't, I, and I'm yeah, sorry, Guy I can't Martin. remember... It's, it's what? Guy Martin, isn't it? Guy Martin, that's yeah. it, sorry. Anyhow, yes, we got there in the end. Yeah. It, it was a, a clip by Guy Martin of um, his undergoing the... The, the trainasium part of the the P company that the parachute regiment do, because he was doing a program about the about 1944 and, and D-Day and the invasion of Europe. <coughs> no, he jumped out the plane, didn't he? Eventually, yeah. but this this shows him it's actually easier to jump out of an aircraft than it is to do this to jump off of trainasium it. thing, which is a complete nightmare if you have a thing about heights while you're still connected to the ground. However, he did it. He he got from you know left right and center by the, the RSM but when you watch what happened it was a bloke who first time up almost 60 feet in the air is walking upon two scaffold tubes with no safety net now that that takes a bit of doing now he had the right mental frame of mind in the first instance and with the instruction and the guidance that he was given he completed that part of the task. What you're saying is exactly the same thing. And, and all you're talking about is sitting in front of a camera and talking, rather than walking across two slippery pipes 60 feet up in the air that's going to kill you if you fall off. Well, I could do that, no problem, but the camera is scary. Well, well you know about Sasha is he is probably the most nimble person I know. Yes. Yeah, this is what I was trying he to He has toes that grip into trees. Uh, like, um, I've seen him walk down a, a branch the size of his leg and it barefoot in the rain. Yeah. Yes. Moss. That's a fact. And it didn't fall off. No. That is a fact. I, I appreciate the words of encouragement. And to be honest, I'm not that bad with the nerves in front of the camera. It's just, I don't know, don't really want to do it. We are thinking about me and Johnny hosting a podcast. So... Yeah, we are thinking about yeah. that came out of my mouth today. Remotely interesting. Go Absolutely. ahead and tell well, me. Well, it makes the podcast more regular, and then we can have this right. on the podcast together. Right? And I, mean, and I can also get you to give up how you really feel about a lot of stuff. Is there going to be whiskey involved? A hundred percent. Sounds good, man. Yeah. Right. Let right. me just check that this is still on. Anyway, back to the point. Where we should finish up on a really major connection subject. We all probably feel very different of. Grip and grins, kill shots, the the whole sitting there with your bag in a photo. How do you all feel about that, Nick? <clears throat> I think that in 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 times which are as sensitive as they are, and let's not forget, for instance, that the whole general license thing has not gone away. It's going to be reviewed Come in back January. Next year. Um, the Welsh have gone through it recently as well, and that didn't turn out well. Um, to continue to supply potential adversaries, if, if not with ammunition in the sense that they'll be putting it on their own Facebook pages to say, look how evil these people are, but just as proof of the fact that significant shooting is still taking place, not that the purpose of the license, uh, of the general license was to, was to reduce that, and, and I'm sorry, I'm talking specifically about mm -hmm. pigeons. Yeah. Um, it, I, I do have a bit of an issue um, particularly where it involves a wild quarry other than wood pigeons. The, 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 the population dynamics of the wood pigeon are such that you can hammer the hell out of them. And winter is going to take them back to baseline anyway, so it doesn't uh, make much of a difference. But they are an, an, an incredibly um, successful species who seem thus far to have been able to resist everything that we've thrown at them. Um, so the, the wood pigeon is not in any 
a, a conservation of any conservation concern whatsoever. Okay, so don't post the pictures of that which might be under conservation concern. But it's so if you if you shot twenty widgeon, you wouldn't post a picture. I, I, I would. You wouldn't post a picture anyway. I, I, would, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't post a picture. You think anyway. people should not post a picture? I, I think people should think before they do it, and uh, and occasionally you see them um, with with a an accompanying comment. You know, a, a, a flight pond last night. We shot ninety six ducks. Now these are wild birds. Mm -hmm. You can't replace them. Um, it opens up a whole question of exploitation of resource in the sense that these are very often fed flight ponds and it's the perspective that other people, the inference that other people can draw from what is posted on the internet. Notice that I'm not saying that you shouldn't be doing it. I'm questioning the wisdom. I think there's a right way and a wrong way to do it, even if you sort of look back to it. And I think going sort of just to argue it out for certain duck shooters that I know, wild duck shooters who do shoot larger bags. But you know what? They also have large lakes. They do a lot for wetland conservation, and they do provide good habitat, breeding habitat, safety, and they do go. They might shoot hundred in a day, but they're not going to do it every day. No. So I think there's a right way and a wrong way of doing yes. it. And I think. The, the flip side of posting the picture of shooting 96 ducks should be look at this cool not look at the cool conservation that I'm doing yeah. because that's a, that's a kind of a bit crap post but you know it, it's a question of context adding more than just if you just put constantly death posts yes that, that perhaps puts a wrong little yeah. thing in there. Right. And, and that's that's essentially what I was trying to say yeah yeah, um, yeah. I, I you can tell by the way I'm vacillating that I I'm, I'm trying to come out with a comment. That it's makes way it, too complex a uh, subject to put anything yeah, coherent together on it, without it, offending someone or not I, putting I, the complete yeah, picture across. I, I, I don't have a problem with offending people, but I don't, want to, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to offend the wrong people for the wrong reason. And well, do it ignorantly. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have an issue with you shooting X number of birds, but I do have an, an issue on the reason why you would want to, to put that into a public media where, where people can draw... Uh, an inference that might ultimately affect me from. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have an opinion on it, to be honest. I think a lot of what I see is tasteful. If it's a real explicit, you know, Fox picture of the wound or whatever, like, doesn't need a bit vile. Yeah, but I think a lot of it is tasteful. You can take a picture of a dead animal, but I think you're, you're probably right. If your whole page is dedicated to dead animals, it looks a bit weird. My whole theory in it is not cheapening it. So right, make it tasteful. Yeah, well, be, be it, be it the, the the kill shot or the words that you use. It's about having respect for the death of that animal. Yes, and right. I think not posting pictures cheapens it in a way, or at least not appreciating it and remembering that moment cheapens it in yeah. some way. That you do need to respect and remember the animals you kill. I don't think there's anything wrong with oh, that, that, that trophy aspect of going, I shot 100 pigeons today, I'm proud of it, I did a good job as a shooter, I did an ethical job as a shooter, and I did a great job for the, the crop protection, if we're looking at pigeons. Or, I provided X amount of meat for my home. There's nothing wrong with being proud of what we're doing. I think we have been forced over the last few years, certainly, to feel guilt mm. for what we do, even though we don't feel guilty for what we do. You go, oh, I shouldn't do that because I kind of will feel guilty that we might offend somebody, which nobody wants to do, right? But at the same time, in itself is an admission of guilt. Yeah. 
or is a cheap one, what we do is you go, ooh, Mario, let's go shoot that nice buck. And I'm not saying that you feel like you should, but I don't feel like you should feel like you shouldn't be able to. Yes. No, yeah. I, I mean, I can, I, I understand that completely. I, and I, 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 I can understand the argument. Um, Fear I, of I, hate speech should not be a reason no, to not post. And, um, the dying uh, words of your Iron Cross. I have very mixed emotions, I think is probably the fairest way of, of summing it. I don't, I don't have a problem with the principle of the thing. There are some posts that for various reasons I find more offensive than others. Um, some I think are, are, are quite beautiful in their content mm -hmm. in the sense that they they, they fulfill all, all your personal all, all requirements. My, all my personal requirements for you know honouring the, 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 the the, the species that you the, the bird whatever it is that, yeah. you've, that you've killed and you should one should always have respect for that There's absolutely no, no yes. doubt about that um, <clears throat> so yes I'm kind of happily vacillating from one extreme to the other we have to go and shoot the new Ely Pro Eco Wads at a pattern plate in the rain in the rain um, so it's fitting isn't it yes um, we've had one dangling in a cup and you guys probably, probably would have seen that video by the time this goes out thank you very much for watching guys take care goodbye thank you very much to both you gentlemen Thank you. And uh, until next week.